0: Hey guys, this is Sheila gunn and this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Freedom Passport. Do you know your rights? Freedom Passport resembles a Canadian passport, but it contains the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms in an easy-to-read format that you can take anywhere you go. And boy, I think you need that with you more than ever. To get your Freedom Passport today, it's easy. Visit freedompassport.ca. Now enjoy the show.
1: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen you have tuned into the Rebel News live stream on this a Tuesday July 12 2022 I'm David Menzies and my co-host well let me tell you a little bit about my co-host you know that today is National Paper Bag Day and like me she hates National Paper Bag Day because soon the Greta Thunberg acolytes are going to ban all plastic bags, and every day is going to be National Paper Bag Day. She is the she-devil with a sword. She is the Khaleesi of northern Alberta. She is Sheila Gunn-Reed. How you doing there?
0: David, you are so right that I hate paper bags. (laughs) (laughs) With a deep, burning, visceral passion. I don't know if uh, I look enormous on everybody else's feed but I feel like I'm not framed in properly on my side I feel like I my I'm just as big as David Menzies and I'm normally half his size so I am not <laughs> the to scale today in case you're wondering but yeah it's, I hate paper bags I got one over the weekend when I was getting groceries and I don't know how you carry it like I, I can bring in 10 bags plastic bags five on each arm I can kick the door open um to get into the house but I can literally only carry maybe two paper bags because there's nowhere to grab them. Where do you grab them? And they are slippery and slidey. They're the worst.
1: I, I'm with you 100%, Sheila. And you know, when it comes to you know, the three Rs of recycling, um, I think the number one R is reuse. And most people I know don't just get a plastic bag and throw it in the trash. You can put your gym stuff in there. If you have a dog, you know, you can pick up the excrement with it and so on and so forth. I mean, like the LCBO was way ahead of this curve. It's something like 15 years ago. They got rid of their plastic bags and those were the best plastic bags on the planet. Super thick because you are carrying around heavy bottles bottles of alcohol that are very expensive. (laughs) I've always had a conspiracy theory, Sheila, on that. I think the LCBO went to paper because you put a couple of heavy bottles in a paper bag and it's maybe a little rainy so it gets, you know, a little softened. And guess what? Your bottle of scotch goes right down to the parking lot. And uh, screw you, Menzies, uh, no refunds. We're the liquor monopoly. Uh, So you're going to have to buy another one. I think that was the incentive for them getting rid of their superb packaging in the first place. What do you think about that, SGR?
0: It's the government. They do stupid things just to do stupid things, and they don't care if it inconveniences you. They don't. They they don't even care. Um, but uh, also, it's the birthday of two fitness fanatics. One, Richard Simmons, and the other one, Brock Lesnar. Uh, relocated to Saskatchewan, wherein he ranches now. Good for him.
1: Oh, is he permanently there? That's interesting. Who would you take in yes. a uh, a wrestling match? Uh, Richard Simmons or Brock Lesnar?
0: <laughs> Who would I take, or could I take? Because oh. I think I could take <laughs> Richard Simmons. He's looking frail these days. Yes. Uh, but yeah, if I had to, like Brock Lesnar for sure. It's also Cow Appreciation Day, and you know, I'm a beef evangelist. And every day is cow appreciation day for
1: me. Well, that's how I appreciate my cows when they're in between uh, two sesame seed buns. (laughs)
0: Lose the bun. (laughs) Lose the bun. Um, Now, uh, Efron and Olivia, they're running a tight ship today. They have broken everything down into segments. um, And by theme, I guess we're supposed to be trained broadcast professionals. um, And I don't think either one of us are. Uh, (laughs) But uh, we'll wing it. Um, So I'll tell everybody what we're doing today and then we'll get into the news of the day because there's a lot. Apparently, Justin Trudeau was uh, mobbed by throngs of supporters. If you got all your news from the mainstream media, (laughs) it (laughs) happened again in Montreal. So um, this is the Rebel News daily live stream. We are currently streaming Mm -hmm. on YouTube. But YouTube is a censorship platform, so we might have to cut the feed if we talk about dangerous ideas that are true, but just not something that YouTube thinks that you should be able to think about. So if we get to the red zone, we might cut the feed. But the good news is we are also simultaneously live streaming on Getter, but also Rumble and Odyssey. And the beauty of Rumble and Odyssey is that you can support the work that we do completely willingly and interact with us. By sending us a paid chat on Rumble. It's called a Rumble rant. On Odyssey, it's called a hyper chat. And we will take your paid chats and read them on air. If you've got a question or a story idea, uh, now's your chance to take the show in your own direction and, you know, help us keep the tank full so that we can go on to broadcast another day.
1: Yes. And you referred to Trudeau in Calgary, uh, that mobbing of fans, that's (laughs) known as astroturfing, fake grass. Uh, fake grassroots supporters, which is what that was. That was, I understand, Sheila, it was in some parking lot and it was secluded to uh, Liberal Party of Canada supporters uh, pretending to be random Calgarians. I mean, good golly, um, given the office situation in Calgary where it's basically, I think there's more than a third of the space of the towers there, it's a ghost town. that might be this is my favorite throngs
0: yeah. of admirers.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Trudeau, for putting me out of a job and putting me on uh, EI or CERB for the rest of my life. Um, thank you, Mr. Trudeau, for uh, entombing trillions of dollars of mineral wealth underground uh, thanks to your oil and carbon and pipeline policies. That was outrageous. But from Trudeau in Calgary to a far friendlier territory, uh, Montreal, where the, even the airport is named after uh, Papa Trudeau. Um, we had our beloved colleague, Alexa Lavoie. Wait,
0: Before we get to love Alexa, because okay. Alexa's interactions with Trudeau and Trudeau's interactions with the public in Montreal are just part two of the story. Mm. So when he was being uh, mobbed by throngs of supporters, as the mainstream media would have you believe, uh reality was a little bit different because the media not only are they liars, they're gaslighters um, somebody was at the event and actually re- somebody was able first of all, a miracle somebody was able to get close enough to <laughs> Justin Trudeau to yell at him in Calgary, but somebody was because it was it was by invite only private event if you tried to attend, you got charged with trespassing oh. and the media was yes. And the media was aware that he was in Calgary, but only select media were tipped off, you know, the ones that would write that he was mobbed by throngs of supporters and not the actual local Calgary journalists who actually have a sense of wow. what it's like in Calgary. So, um, yeah, there, there there were threats of people being charged with trespass if they tried to get a pancake from uh, Justin Trudeau and the porch pirate, George Chahal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So so anyway, uh, this is what being mobbed by throngs of supporters sounds like in Calgary.
2: Great to see you here. Great to see so many people out for standing Great so many happy people here. I'm glad to be here with my son, Xavier, as well. I, I know you're, lots of you out here with families as well. It's This is a moment to gather and to celebrate being able to gather once again. Isn't it great to see everyone in person? I know Stampede, it's an extraordinary time uh-huh. for people coming across the country, uh, gathering to celebrate, gathering I don't know if you can hear that, that's good, I don't know if you
0: can hear and, that at the very beginning, uh, uh, but there's like a lone voice in the wilderness Andrew's screaming, TRAITOR! TRAITOR! <laughs> uh, and look at the throngs with, uh, of supporters. Uh, Is everyone having every like a diabetic event? Yeah. They seem very uh, low-key, like, building, like they're about to go into
2: um, this is about connecting, so I'm not going to spend too much time uh, speaking because you know we've been working hard for you, but you've all been working hard as well. We've had a tough couple of years.
0: Look at those
3: throngs of supporters. supporters. <laughs> There's more journalists uh, than actual people.
0: Community, Canadians Th- that's literally all California. That's what it's all about. We're facing uh, more wow. challenges with the war in I Ukraine, think that's good, and the global inflation crisis. Uh,
1: You know, Sheila, what do you want to bet that (laughs) some of those cowboys, air quotes, are actually um, royal Canadian mounted henchmen, uh, especially that guy in the foreground with the uh, dark sunglasses um, that didn't look very... uh, uh, Celebratory uh, that he was there. He was keeping his eye out for troublemakers like the guy you mentioned at the beginning, yelling "traitor, traitor." But <laughs> wow, what a sparse gathering indeed! Uh, and considering
0: he's the Prime Minister of Canada, yeah, now, you could—if Stephen Harper was at a pancake breakfast and he hasn't been Prime Minister in a very long time, the parking lot would be full, just absolutely full of people.
1: But you know, Sheila, I, I got to be honest. Like, what was the point of him going there? The the Liberals, I think. Have written off all of Western Canada. They don't care. They don't care about getting uh, seats there. Uh, they are concerned with the Laurentian elites. Uh, as you know, it does. You know the system we have. It's not the amount of the popular vote uh, that gets you elected. It's the number of seats you win. And um, they know the brand is um, repugnant in the West right now. So I, I, I'm surprised Justin Trudeau even made the trip in the first place.
0: I don't think anybody has told the emperor that he has no clothes <laughs> i think that's the problem here like i don't think he realizes just how hated he is by everybody yeah i think he's been told time and time again by his handlers and reinforced by the mainstream media that this is just a small fringe group of radicals that don't like you incidentally they just keep popping up in cities all over the country that for a bunch of Small fringe radicals from the West—they are sure turning up all over the place, and they look different every time they turn up to yell at you. But I, I think he's just been in a bubble for two years, and he doesn't get how much the public sentiment in the West—it's all—it's always been against him, but how it's turned in other parts of the country too.
1: You know, that's a fascinating point you make, uh, Sheila. I, I just wonder—is he really that tone deaf, or yeah, is he yeah, delusional? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is yes, he that's just. You. Or yeah. maybe his visit is to go to spite. Calgarians and Albertans you know uh, he does have that mean streak about him sure. and you know the idea that I can come into unfriendly territory surrounded by security and RCMP henchmen and whatnot and do my little photo op it's kind of like what his dad did out west back in the 70s in that infamous train trip across Canada where he gave western Canadians the raised middle finger remember that I see that yeah, as, I- as more of the same to tell you the truth
0: I'm going to go with clueless and stupid and tone deaf, (laughs) um, but I will will concede that his handlers probably know better, and that's where the malice comes from. Mm. I actually think Justin Trudeau is stupid and clueless, and he doesn't realize that people don't like him. And they're like they're probably, he probably is handlers saying, oh, that person was yelling trader, as in you're so good at signing trade deals. And so they're cheering for you, (laughs) Justin Trudeau. Like, he's that stupid, and the people around him, they're just as willing to lie to him, I think, as they are to the Canadian public.
1: Um, But we
0: should move ahead, because Alexa Lavoie was Johnny on the spot, Jane on the spot, last night when Trudeau who tells me there's a climate emergency, jetted back across the country for, I think, dinner. Uh, (laughs) And uh, protesters found him. And again, I can't tell if he's clueless or if he's just thumbing it in the eye of people, but he's sitting out sort of in public uh, where people can see him. And so people did see him and then they told him what they thought of him. So let's go to Alexis. A couple of questions here or the first of all i guess it's uh, the protesters questions then we'll move on to alexa's really great question look at his dumb face
2: <laughs> we spoke in the past, in the Remember, you our lives every day. Why <laughs> <laughs> we you, your you preach you preach the whole wild world about freedoms how come freedom fighters for the convoy are Tamara in Free Tamara C'est une... Any, 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 C'est une prisonnière any, any de conscience C'est une prisonnière de, de conscience device? of so many Canadians for the last 20 years. Honte à vous. J'ai toujours voté liberal. Vous avez été mon premier ministre. Je vous ai voté tout le temps pour vous. Honte à vous. Honte à vous. Coward, 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 of, a, coward on a, of, a, of a prime minister. The people want answers, and he can't even answer. Can you let him eat?
1: Can he He's just eating, content? okay? So like, let, let him
0: eat. vous.
1: Who is that goof getting away of the camera there, Sheila? Security. Oh, okay. Well, they're on a sidewalk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, public place. There, there. There's no. Co- there's no cause for that. These are not people who are armed. Well, unless you call um, impolite questions as a form of ammunition, I suppose. And uh, yeah, I mean. <clears throat> It, it, the look on his face—it's like you know when you or I or family members we go to enjoy a patio dinner and you know mosquitoes are coming by. It's like, oh, you know, if only these bugs weren't here. Just, we'd have such- he couldn't
0: look more smug if he tried. <laughs> just and the just people are telling you like there's a woman in jail yeah for minor mischief charges on a breach of minor mischief charges release that amounts to three seconds in a photo. And he couldn't even be bothered to interrupt his fancy meal and his, you know, his wine. He's just having his wine, carrying on. How annoying. Um, The people want to talk to their rulers. Let's do something about it.
1: It, It's kind of like a Marie Antoinette moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. But um, now, uh, is this the same event in which Alexa came by, uh, Sheila? Yes. Okay. Alexa
0: was worried about what Justin Trudeau had on his plate. You see, (laughs) let's go to this. (laughs) Mr. Trudeau, do you support what Mark Rutte is doing
4: in Netherlands
5: on the new regulation of the nitrogen
4: and carbon emission? Do you support it? Are you going to do the same in Canada?
6: Are you willing to trade your beautiful meal tonight
0: for Bud, Mr. Trudeau? Okay, so I don't know if you heard it there, but okay, so first she asked a really great question about um, uh, Mark Rutte, the Dutch Prime Minister. She asked, are you going to do the same to the farmers here? Because... This is all part of CETA. This is a Canadian and European trade agreement, and it was written by the Liberals, so you know it's full of garbage. And it, <laughs> that garbage includes gender quotas for exports. I don't know what that means. No, what Nobody does that what mean? Seriously. All all the exports, uh, potential exports, need to go through the gender-based analysis. So I don't know. Maybe we got to get the the number of lady ranchers up a little bit higher i i again this is liberal garbage i don't know and none of it makes any sense to me and i read these trade agreements all the time and the second one is that it codifies the paris climate change targets mm. into the trade agreement so everything has to be sort of put through these levels that are coming from the paris uh climate change accord and that includes, in this instance, nitrogen targets. And that's what, one of the reasons Mark Rutte is doing this, is because uh, the Dutch just ratified that trade agreement and... Canada is the drafter of the trade agreement. So if the Dutch are doing it using this, well, surely this could come to a farm near us. And Justin Trudeau is not one to be outperformed by other progressive male leaders. When uh, Biden does something, Justin Trudeau does something worse. When uh, Macron does something, Justin Trudeau does something even more progressive. And Mark Rutte is doing this. Don't you think this is coming to a farm near you? I do.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, I wonder... What indeed was on his plate in that restaurant, uh, Sheila? Was yeah. it just a leafy salad? Was it a um, crickets, uh, which are federal... Oh, that's for us. Yeah, that's yes. for us
0: to eat the crickets. So you're At, not going to eat crickets, yeah, we it's, will.
1: It's for us to eat them and for us to fund them. Uh, that cricket farm in London, which I'll be visiting. By the way, um, they love taking our tax dollars, Aspire Food Group, but they don't like picking up the phone, returning emails, um, and you know, so we're going to go there in person and try to find out uh, what's going on. This this, folks, if you haven't heard the story, it's a heavily subsidized cricket farm in London, Ontario, even though the head office I understand is in Austin, Texas. Gee, I wonder why they put the cricket farm in London oh maybe because they couldn't get public money in texas to make bugs also
0: (laughs) bugs are disease vectors and so governor abbott probably was like you know what keep your parasites up there we need to protect our beef
1: yeah and by the way folks please if you can search it up it's from about four days ago sheila Gunn reid uh did an excellent commentary about the dark side of uh bug eating Uh, You must watch it, you know. I can't even say I said that. can't believe I said that buggy. I think I
0: called them like maggot merchants or something (laughs) (laughs) on this video. video.
1: So, um, but the point is, I bet you that kind of entree isn't on Justin Trudeau's plate, Sheila.
0: No, definitely not. Now, uh, Alexa continues, not one to be deterred, because Justin Trudeau... Never answers her questions as we learned from the federal leaders' debate, but that yep. doesn't stop her from asking them. So we've got another one from Alexa.
5: Monsieur Trudeau,
4: quel autre accord avez-vous signé avec le World Economic Forum? Autre que le non-digital traveler identity. <laughs> Monsieur <Merci> Trudeau, <laughs> quel autre accord avez-vous signé avec le World Economic Forum? Other
0: than the traveler identity. Okay, so what she's asking there is what other agreements have you signed with the World Economic Forum? Because maybe Justin Trudeau would prefer these questions be asked in his native language. Uh, what other agreements besides the known traveler's digital identity have you signed with the World Economic Forum? Justin Trudeau instead puts some food in his pie hole, which yeah. are definitely not crickets because he's using a knife.
1: Poor Alexa. You know, you kind of get that feeling, Sheila. Sometimes you see it. uh, Somebody puts a toonie in a Coke machine and the the pop doesn't come out. And they actually start arguing with the Coke machine. I mean, that's basically Justin Trudeau is an inanimate object. He's not going to respond to anything. Um, I'm sure he's hearing it, though. And I have a feeling he gets humiliated when he hears this kind of stuff, Sheila. Um this I is I don't.
0: I think he's too stupid to have shame. I really do.
1: Then again, you might be right. Do you think he might be a sociopath, Sheila? I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'd I love... just
0: think he's an idiot. <laughs> I am really entitled. I think that's his pathology, is he's stupid and entitled. The reason he's prime minister is because he thinks that he was born to be prime minister. I don't I'm not even sure he wants the job or likes the job. I'm sure he likes the perks. But he just feels that this is his destiny to rule over Canadians. And he's behaving like it when he is asked tough questions. Like, look at all the cops there. Look at yep. all the protesters. I, I, and I think this is, is this an Outremont? Do you, uh, Efron, correct me? This is an Outremont.
6: Okay.
0: Uh, this is Utrecht. So this is uh, one of those places in Montreal that was really heavily cracked down upon during the lockdowns mm. because... There was a curfew, and the religious Jews uh, would try to go to synagogue on Friday night after the sun went down. And they were getting tickets constantly trying to go to synagogue by the likes of these cops right here guarding Justin Trudeau's wine dinner.
1: Yep. And, you know, you're, you're quite right, Sheila. And we uh, covered that, didn't we? Uh, we yeah, we showed in real time. Um, members of the uh, Jewish faith in particular uh, being targeted and ticketed um, for doing nothing than leaving one household and walking down the block to their own household. Uh, evidently, this wa- this made them modern-day uh, typhoid Marys. And, um, you know, it's funny how the mainstream media just turned a blind eye to that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because uh, they were perfectly fine with the crackdown on religious Jews, Christians here in Alberta, they were cheering for it. Why couldn't those people just listen and worship the government like they do, like the media does, instead of having an obligation to a higher power? Uh, The media and the government really hate religious people because religious people answer to something higher than Mm. the government. And uh, the media, that's all they do, is they answer to Justin Trudeau for their own survival.
1: You know, I never thought of it that way. I think you're on to something, um, you know, in Justin Trudeau's world, he is the God uh, yeah. and then that there's something above him uh, that kind of rankles him, gets under his skin. I, I never thought of it that way. I think you might be onto to something, you know, I mean, yep. supposedly Justin Trudeau's a Roman Catholic. Is he a practicing Catholic, uh, Sheila?
0: He can call himself whatever he wants but he's not catholic (laughs) i'll tell you that much there are plenty of other i don't know why he insists on calling himself catholic because he doesn't believe in some of the most important parts of our dogma Mm. which which is fine you don't have to believe in those things but then you're not a catholic again also fine i have lots of friends from other denominations obviously go join one of those go join the united church because i'm pretty sure that you you would fit right in over there because of their stance on certain things like lgbtq supremacy Mm -hmm. um, and uh abortion yeah those are things that are integral to catholic dogma we have certain teachings on those that we cannot deviate from if you do deviate from them you're not Catholic. Again, that's fine. There are a gazillion other denominations you can join, but you only insist on calling yourself Catholic so you can point to the other Catholics and say, look at those backwards bigots, and yeah. you should believe me credibly because I'm one of them.
1: I think you're right. It, he is a Catholic in name only, Sheila, uh, oh, certainly yeah. not in practice. Um, we have some other sh- uh, a video here. Uh, this is a fellow we bumped into in Montreal from time Liby. to time. <laughs> uh, Libby, I believe, is uh, is the pronunciation of his name. And Libby got in a question to the PM. Let's check that out.
2: You preach the whole wild world about freedoms. How come freedom fighters for the convoy are Tamara. still in jail? Free Why? Prime Minister, any, any 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 answers? Live and reporting live here. As you can see, the Prime Minister is behind of me. I had the, not the privilege, I would say the opposite, of asking the Prime Minister <laughs> questions. And obviously, the Prime Minister is such a coward and he won't answer for the Canadian people no answers. Shame on the Prime Minister. As a proud Canadian Jew, I'm live believing. Reporting in Montreal. Thank you.
0: Communist. That's and great. We, we already heard Leiby's <laughs> questions there anyway. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty galling to come to Utramont, this place that was so heavily discriminated against during the lockdown, and enjoy your open-air dinner.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Um, here's the litmus test in terms of how dumb this Prime Minister is, Sheila. If I'm his handlers, I'm suggesting to him... Uh, Mr. Prime Minister, please, let's not ever have an open patio next to and a public. let's go out
0: the back door. Yeah. Let's go right now, pay, go out the back door. Yeah. This is turning into a catastrophe, and you look like some out-of-touch smug extremist, which it, he is.
1: It very much but reminded he, me of, um, get it. I think it was last summer, Sheila, uh when john Tory, the mayor of toronto and his wife barbara went out to uh tony yorkville uh to have a patio dinner and someone recognized them and wow did he let them have it he was just absolutely spoiling their dinner but hey no harm no foul you're on a public sidewalk you know
0: what normally i'm opposed to this kind of thing leave politicians alone when they're having dinner or whatever but the left tells me this is fine yeah so Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. These people, these are the ones who are saying, you know what? Accost Ted Cruz and his wife while they're having a yep. quiet dinner. Show up on their doorstep. Go to their house. They give out their home addresses and they protest on their lawn. <clears throat> these are uh, the same people who kicked in Tucker Carlson's door while his wife was at home. Uh, that's one of the reasons he moved to the middle of nowhere. Yep. So when I see this, viscerally, I'm like, ah, I, I don't like when I see politicians being accosted when they're doing something just like a normal person would do when they're out with their family, whatever. I I don't like it. But these are not my rules. These are their rules. So if we're all going to play by them, great, we're going to win.
1: And and Sheila, let's compare apples with apples. A former mayor 10 years ago, Rob Ford, entire news crews uh, setting up outside his private residence on a 24-7 basis.
0: That little weirdo Daniel Dale, I think. That, was that's that right bushes peeking over the fence
1: there there is a uh at that house there is a vacant lot and uh this weirdo daniel dale uh was uh, i guess propping himself up on a rock or something to shoot video over the fence of um mayor ford's uh backyard uh yeah um and, and that was completely a-okay uh, but when it comes to a leftist mayor, a leftist politician, I, I think we're looking at... To take his
0: kid, by the way, this, this is him trying to take his kids to school.
1: Yeah, right on his he's driveway. To his,
0: right on his driveway. He's trying to take his kids to school. They've got to run the gauntlet of these mainstream media, media psychopaths who don't think that there's anything wrong here. So yeah. now, I don't have a lot of sympathy when they say, leave Justin Trudeau alone. He's just trying to have a quiet meal. Yeah, I know, but these are your rules. We're going to play by them now. How do you like it?
1: God, Sheila, I, I miss Rob. I miss that Me man. Too. He was a great man. And what the media did to him, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people that think that the stress he was put under is actually maybe what triggered uh, the cancer. I, I know it's Couldn't not been a... could have good for him. You know, we'll never know, really, but um, it wasn't good for him, and... I'll tell you, in the even if you hate Rob Ford, in the first two years of his four-year administration, he got a lot of things done. It was all great for the city. This city has turned to hell under John Tory, uh, the guy that wants to please everybody but pleases nobody in the process. I really miss that. See, and, you know, when I see that video, it breaks my heart, Sheila. It
0: makes me sad. Yeah, yeah,
1: it really does. I wish um, I never saw now- it. I'm trying to forget it.
0: Well, let's... Uh- Let's go back to Justin Trudeau, and I know we're trying to like stay on time, but we're definitely not gonna. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm warning you right now, we're not gonna. Um, but Justin Trudeau, taking this criticism to heart, obviously, this is what he does. So, they're taking selfies. <laughs> He's got no time for the people who want answers from him, but just these uh, people who want to take pictures with him, they're, that, that's all he had time for. Just the glowing sycophants.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's Justin Trudeau classic, isn't it?
0: Something's never changed. He's all, he'll always be a flighty, uh, just an idiot. I think In uh, other times they would call him a macaroni uh like uh just an idiot obsessed with fashion and and being liked being extravagant but nope. nothing serious in his head
1: you're right oh, I... I... and 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 look at the cops everywhere eh?
0: yeah you know i i'm 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 happy though that none of the protesters got beaten up because we know that these are among the worst cops in the entire country yeah.
1: Oh, sister, are you preaching to the choir here? Um, 100%. I I mean, it's a hell of a horse race. It's a real Kentucky Derby when it comes to the worst police force in Canada. We have Ottawa. Uh, Calgary. We have Calgary. Uh, we have Peterborough. Uh, I'm still uh, going to court, folks, because, remember, I was shaking hands and laughing in public in Peterborough. I swear to God, <laughs> that was in the officer's notes. But Montreal uh they trump them all i think they're a big gang of thugs i'm sure there might be some good cops there i'm not gonna tarnish everyone oh yeah but i think the culture there sheila is putrid i you know i don't know how uh the residents of montreal get you know live day by day with that horrible police service look what they did to us uh last april that's of uh 2021 when we went there in the houseboat, completely legal, b under capacity. And for 10 and a half hours, these thugs tried to search the houseboat without a warrant. They shopped it around to judges and every judge was saying, what, are you crazy? Uh, the grounds for searching is that they're journalists? Uh, and and uh, what's interesting, Sheila, is that we offered them a more than generous compromise, if you recall, we said, okay, even without a warrant, if you want to go on the boat, fine. If it's four, five, six officers, yeah, a corresponding this. number of rebel news employees will shadow you, because quite frankly, uh, I wouldn't put it past these guys to plant something on look the boat. Look what they're doing to you! Oh, I know. Yep, that was. Uh... By the way, that officer's name, Officer Trudeau. Can you believe it?
0: Seems about right. It's a little on the nose.
1: <laughs> no relation spectacularly but um yeah that's literally the cops in Montreal taking the law into their own hands
0: shoving Jessica know? like what yep. the heck
1: I know with their butt look at this yep the worst police force. and I-, I think I've told this story before Sheila I've I always had a different impression of the Montreal police service because of a TV show uh just for laughs gags which I adore and the, the reason why I had this admiration for the cops is that they would allow their cruisers or uniforms to be used by the comedians doing these pranks. And I used to think, wow, that would never ever happen in Toronto. Absolutely not. I go, these guys must be so cool. And now I realize this was just really a public relations exercise, wasn't it? You know, it, it's to yeah. make them look good on TV, but in reality, they are thugs.
0: Well, it's like when Justin Trudeau claims to be a feminist, but he's groping female journalists in the background. Yeah, It's the same side of st- stuff. It's like, look over here. Look how nice we are. It's just covered for doing the bad things over there. Uh-huh. I think we should, though, because we have 20 minutes left to the show. I, Efron or an Olivia, I think we have an ad break before we move on to the next topic of the Dutch farmers.
1: Hey, folks, check out the newest arrival to the Rebel News Store. Yes, F is for Fidel, and F is for father? I mean, could it be? Yes, it. half this photo, the colored half, is Justin Trudeau. The black and white half is a young Fidel Castro. Wait now, or is it vice versa? It's so confusing. I'm a huge Forensic Files fan. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a piece of Justin's DNA and a piece of Fidel's DNA and put the rumor to bed once and for all. But in the meantime, we'll just have to walk around wearing this shirt, hinting at a great Canadian conspiracy. Or is it? (laughs) In any event, if you want to get this shirt, folks, go to the Rebel News store and check this out. Type in our new discount code that summer, S U M M E R, and if you buy two unisex t shirts, you get an additional one for free. What a deal! Like I said, Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro, as I used to say on the ABC detergent ads, can you tell the difference? I can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh my God. Sheila, so. Uh, I- got So tell you, funny,
0: the X-Files music. Every time I hear it, I just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Sheila, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'll tell you something. You look at the photos on that t-shirt, and uh, the resemblance is uncanny.
0: Could be a coincidence. I think, I think there's ideological paternity there, and yep. that's all that matters.
1: And we know Margaret, she liked to uh, bugger off from time to time. Uh, sometimes it was Studio 54, uh, where she would have a, <clears throat> a wardrobe malfunction, and sometimes it was Havana, right? So, no, don't talk about that. I'm just, I'm just saying she liked to travel, that lady. <laughs> it's fine.
0: <laughs> You know, there are still very good members of Justin Trudeau's family um, who probably don't appreciate uh, people talking about their mom that way.
1: What surname is she going by these days?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever one pays the bills. Okay. (laughs) Let's move on to uh, the Dutch farmers. We still have our team in Holland. Uh, Katie davis Court of Postmillennial is working alongside Louis Brackpool and lincoln J, and they were yesterday in fact i believe although i'm losing track of the days because i'm getting up in the middle of the night to meet with these guys and then during the day um but we've got uh, a video from lewis i'm not sure what this one is first um what's the first video from lewis let's just show it we'll find out together how's that i like to i like a mystery
5: Hey guys, just want to give a quick shout out to everyone that's been watching our coverage here in the Netherlands, everyone that's been supporting us, donating so that we can continue to bring you real, honest journalism here on the ground. And I want to give a special shout out to Kian Simone, uh, one of our many talented video editors at Rebel News. He's been absolutely smashing the videos that we've been producing here. In the Netherlands so shout out to you Kian thank you so much and just to add uh, rebel news
1: have decided we are going to extend our stay in the Netherlands so we're going to keep reporting on the farmer rebellion so don't forget farmerrebellion.com visit the website you can catch up with all of our reports there and all of the live coverage we are doing via
4: tweets via package reports live streams etc etc farmerrebellion.com OK, sorry, sorry.
0: I'm just going to put Efren on the spot really quick. Can you just pull up the store? Because I want to show something really cool in there. But go ahead, David, while he's doing that.
1: Yes. um, The reason, I believe, Sheila, we are extending our stay in the Netherlands is there is a rumor something big might be happening tomorrow.
0: Yes. Yes. So uh, the farmers are keeping everything pretty tight lipped and they are frankly and good for them spreading a bit of misinformation about their plans to keep the police and authorities flat footed um, but our team is pretty in tune with the convoy and so far it seems as though the convoy trusts them um, and the protesters trust them so they are getting information that the public doesn't have so uh, you will see things from them that you won't see anywhere else
1: and, and by the way shall i just want to say I want to thank, uh, in case anyone from the Netherlands is watching right now, as a matter of fact, in our Rebel News Tips line, we have had, uh, oh, I would say more than a a couple of dozen people from the Netherlands send us notes that basically say, hey, if your guys need a place to stay, if you need any kind of uh, shuttling services, if you need a a fixer, um, I volunteer my services. It's just unbelievable. So I've been sending those along to the lads just in case they do need it. But I want to thank everybody in the Netherlands for recognizing that we are getting the real story out there, not the mainstream media government narrative.
0: Now, uh, I know you just sat through a store promo, but I thought it was interesting and fun because it was by David. But if you go back to rebelnewsstore.com, something new went in there. See this resistance shirt? That's amazing. I'm going to get that right after we get off air. Um, (laughs) It's got the truckers and the farmers who seem to be the fiercest resistance to global tyranny. And uh, so we put this shirt in there to honor them. So Trucker in your life, farmer in your life, or fan of trucker or farmers. Uh, this is a great shirt for them. And as David said, if you use a promo code SUMMER, it's buy two, get one free.
1: Got it. And, and Sheila, um, I've heard rumors of uh, firefighter solidarity to the farmers.
0: Oh, I, you know what? I ha- I haven't seen that. I've, I've heard the rumors, but yes. I haven't seen concrete evidence of that. But yeah, uh, it, wouldn't that be great?
1: It would be. And to see this you know, become like a a wall of dominoes, uh, one group after another, going up in solidarity of the farmers. And really, uh, who, unless you're eating bugs, that is, who doesn't owe farmers something? This is the reason why we're alive. And the same goes for truckers, as uh, Tucker Carlson said. Uh, All that Uh, all those products in a supermarket, how do you think it got there? It was a trucker. So the farmer grows it and the trucker brings it to us. Um, Who could be against these groups? Well, and
0: it's just, I think Katie did a really great video the other day because the truckers and farmers, they were worried that the city people weren't understanding them. So they went to Amsterdam and interviewed Amsterdammers, which I learned is what you call people who live in Amsterdam. Oh. And they said even the people who were true believers in climate change said, I support the farmers.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Good to hear, Sheila. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, speaking of uh, Katie, we've got uh, her interviewing a German citizen on the topic of the farmers because the Germans are rising up too. Um, And we could probably go straight into uh, the Dutch and German citizens. They're exchanging flags in solidarity. And it is important to note that this first started fishing around in 2019. And there were, well, I was going to say explosive, but massive protests that stopped the nitrogen targets then. And so they've had some success with their protests. So that's why they continue to protest now. Um, and they said they're kind of done negotiating. There's nothing to negotiate. It's no nitrogen targets, that's it. But Katie's got uh, an interview with a German citizen here, if Efron you wouldn't mind. Well, he's How a colorful fellow, fun to look at.
3: Why are you out here?
0: Well,
4: I, I want to stand behind the farms. That's why I'm not from a farmer family. And we see that the Dutch government is taking more and more away from our lives and is going towards a dictatorial system and we have to draw a line in the sand and these days the farmers do that they take the initiative and that's what I will that's why I back them up because if we don't draw a line in the sand now the they will continue taking more and more of our property, of our land, of our house, and of our lives.
0: Prime Minister was here today, what
3: would you say?
4: Well, I would I would advise him strongly to, to resign from his office because I think he's totally incapable of doing it. And I also would say him stop lying. We have had so many, many examples of him just bluntly lying to, the, to us in the country. So, uh, and I would say reinstate real democracy, that means democracy for the locals not somewhere far away the local people decide what's happening in their local community think globally what is your impact what is your imp- imprint on the world and act locally i want him to help to reinstate that what is happening here today will happen in your country tomorrow
0: yes
3: it's a glo- it's on a right. global scale absolutely it's a global absolutely.
0: issue
4: and if somebody is denying that no, he's living on the st- under a stone. If you don't see that today, you have to wake up today. Yes. It has nothing to do with conspiracy. The facts are on the table that we are taken into a dystopian world that will only make a few people happy,
1: and human So they okay, have.
0: So. Oh,
1: okay. go ahead, Sheila. Oh, I was no, just, just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Go. <laughs> I I just couldn't help but notice they have a prime minister that can't govern and is a liar. They have a Justin Trudeau in office.
0: Also, a prime (laughs) minister that goes to the Ukraine when there are big things happening back home, which takes us to our next clip of uh, the Dutch PM, Mark Rutte, having nothing going on back home. He's decided to (laughs) go and defend democracy in Ukraine. Look at this. Today I had the honor of meeting President Zelensky in Kiev. I also visited various places where the Russian army has left behind a horrific tale of death and destruction. I'm deeply shocked by what I witnessed today. Okay, fine. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm anti-invasion of Ukraine. I'm pro-Ukrainian sovereignty. Um, But I I feel like you got stuff happening at home that you probably should be dealing with instead of virtue signaling to this celebrity politician in Ukraine.
1: Yeah, I think this is what's called changing the channel in politics, Sheila. Yeah. We got a horrible domestic issue happening in the Netherlands. So let's talk about foreign policy and have a feel good <laughs> meetup, you know, with the Ukrainian uh leader. Uh hopefully getting everybody's minds off of those, you know, pesky farmers and their and their trivial complaints. I think that's what we're seeing here. But it's not working.
0: Just Justin Trudeau literally just did this with the Nova Scotia mass casualty inquiry um, where it came out that the liberals and the RCMP commissioner were colluding, releasing information that could possibly damage the investigation. But they didn't care. That would have been collateral damage in pushing forward the liberals gun control agenda that comes out. And so there they say, oh, Roe v. Wade was overturned in the United States. Let's talk about that as though it has anything to do with a country that has no restrictions on abortion whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Incredible.
0: Okay, let's move along to uh, while conflict is breaking out in other places in Europe, uh, the Dutch and the German citizens continue to heal old rifts. Look at this. That makes me happy. That makes me happy to see a Dutch farmer and a German farmer realizing that they're all in this together. Not like the way the politicians say, but like in reality. And we saw a ton of this happening at the Coutts border, where on the other side of the border, we had Americans uh, showing up at the border to support the Canadian truckers in their in their fight for freedom there.
1: Yeah, but I, I, with one big difference, I would argue, Sheila, um, unless you count something like the War of 1812, in which we still weren't a nation, but um, people from the Netherlands and people from Germany uh, exchanging flags, really a different vibe than, say, 80 years ago, wouldn't you say?
0: Well, and I, I think the the Dutch famine is still in recent memory there. Um, and so when you, when you are saying, like, you're going to have to cut food production, it's going to Yep. devastate the the industry. There are people there who have that as part of their collective memory. did I freeze up. Okay, anyways, I'm unfrozen. But there there's a collective sort of consciousness memory of the Dutch famine that happened during World War II. Yep. And so it, it's really nice to see the collaboration between Dutch farmers and German farmers here.
1: It is. And uh, that that's fantastic. And and I do believe Uh, What that other gentleman said in the previous clip, uh, Sheila, that if you don't think this is coming to a country near you and perhaps the country you live in, uh, then you've got another thing coming. Uh, It really is. And and what you said earlier in the show, uh, Justin Trudeau being out virtue signaled by a foreign government, he isn't going to take too lightly to that. So uh, let's see what the liberals conjure up on the nitrogen file.
0: And we've also got... um, So you've seen reasonable people talk about this issue and and see the bigger picture. But then we have unreasonable people like this climate protester that Katie talked to um, who says the Dutch government should seize the farmer's land. And as I said in the morning meeting... Well, that's fine, I'll take your car and your dog because the environmental movement tells me that those things are really, really bad for the environment. So I'll take those, please, if you want to take my land. Anyway, let's listen to this crazy lady. have to
6: get rid of all those big farms to save the climate.
5: What do the farmers do for income? How do they get by? Where do they go? How can they've, they've, these are farmers who have had farmland, in their families for generations yes and now you have people basically in suits come in your door telling you no more why should this happen why should they just give it up
6: so i worked uh, uh, as a nurse and i was uh, uh, without a job because they they had too many nurses so do i get my my bags and all my stuff and and block uh, the government or um, uh, mistreating people or uh, threatening people because I'm losing my job agenda 2020 no no i'm not uh, uh, the agenda 2022 20, now it's rubbish that's complot. theory. you mean it's uh, rubbish? It, it's uh, complot theory. I don't, I don't like it. I, I'm not involved in that sort of thing.
5: Do you agree with Agenda 2030, the
1: sustainable development?
6: We we need to have uh, uh, another world. Another world is possible. So you possible. agree with the new
1: world order then?
6: No. Would that's... you mean no?
1: Would you No, sorry, what do you mean oh, no? No, no,
6: no?
1: What do you mean no? I don't understand. <laughs> Stop she, asking me say, to justify my logic. <laughs> she said we have too many big farms. Yeah.
0: We have to get. I yeah. just, I get, this, these people are insane. Like insane.
1: Not only insane, Sheila, but without empathy. When she was asked about the farms being seized, these are multi-generational farms. What would, did she say? I, I believe she said so. So. Yeah. Yeah. And she
0: said, oh, I was laid off because they had too many nurses. What was I supposed to do? I think nurses are some of the people who strike the most on the planet yeah. <laughs> around the world. You people are always striking. And sometimes with a good reason. But, you know, like, I'm sorry, but you guys also protest the government. Yeah. Um, I, just to say, like, oh, so we've got too many big farms. Oh, so you want food to be more expensive for people? Okay, that's fine. You might be able to afford that. But what about the poor? I guess they just do without. They eat the crickets, I guess.
1: But the hypocrisy too, Sheila. I mean, all these climate change crusaders, and they're saying that we're in a climate crisis, a climate emergency. I don't know what the term de jure is these days. And yet, always, 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 I see them making use of the technology derived from the oil and gas sector. Uh, if, yeah. if you have a cell phone, for example, if you're driving a car, any kind of car, even a fully electric car, that lady looked like she was wearing a um, a, a nylon uh, made or polyester jacket. What do you think that came from? A field? You know, it, it is spectacular how they want everything to sh- be shut down except when it comes to the products that they depend on if if you took tried to take away her cell phone she'd be screaming bloody murder let alone taking away yeah. somebody's farm
0: well if you said to her okay well i think your jacket's bad for the environment your cell phone's bad for the environment <laughs> um i see she's already given up on her blow dryer but it, like if you said to her all these things are bad for the environment so I'm going to have that cop come over there and just take them from you. And then I'm going to look at you and say, so?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No skin off my th- ass. Right? Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. You know,
0: we've got too many big cell phones or big clothes or whatever it is. Like, if we said that to her, she would flip her lid. Oh, but yeah. it's somebody else, so she doesn't care. And when she says, we need a new planet, Perfect. I want to put you on a spaceship and launch you onto it. Get out of here.
1: But you know what, Sheila? It's easy for her to say so because right now she has a full belly. Right now she can go to a supermarket in the Netherlands and the shelves are fully stocked. But what happens when she goes and, you know, there's only like 10% of the inventory on the shelves. She would have a conniption. Yeah, but
0: she's, she's not bright enough to make the connection. So she won't say... I guess those nitrogen targets were a bad idea or stupid government there will be no never a moment of introspection saying did i get this wrong no it's always no it's the farmers who are wrong so she's gonna go to the grocery store see nothing on the shelves and say those stupid lazy farmers and she's never gonna make the connection she's like that
1: wow unbelievable
0: anyway we should uh i think we have another ad break and then we'll do something fun because jill biden has views on uh hispanic people that
1: are uh odd
0: (laughs) and i think marco rubio had the best response on twitter
1: it's a good segue from farming because jill biden has evidently compared uh members of the hispanic uh, community to certain foodstuffs yeah i'm not kidding folks uh so let's let's go to and uh, and
0: she's married to a vegetable (laughs) so you know (laughs) Anyway, let's hit the ad break and then we'll go to that. Okay.
1: Adam Sos here for Rebel News. You know, our company is growing quickly and we'd actually like for your company to grow too. That's why this ad space that I'm speaking through right now is actually available for you to purchase. So instead of people listening to me, they could actually be learning about your company, learning about your business. If this interests you, if this is an opportunity you'd like to capitalize on, send us an email at ads at rebelnews.com.
3: Canada is not a dirty word. Canada is not a racist country. Canada is the true north, strong and free. This Canada Day, if you want to remind the Canadians who have forgotten what Canada is really about, go to rebelnewsstore.com and check out our new exclusive line for Canada Day, as well as our other gear for the Patriots at home. You can even save when you use coupon code CANADA25 on two items or more. And all purchases go to support our journalism here at Rebel News, which is completely independent from the government. Happy Canada Day.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Okay, I realize that's
0: a bit of a dated ad. That's a little bit of a dated ad. But our Canada Day merch, it doesn't all say Canada Day. A lot of it is like, like, It shows the flag, which as you may know, is a racist symbol if you get your news from the mainstream media. So it's also like it's patriotism. So there are some specific Canada Day stuff, but there's also a lot of stuff for the Canada lover in your life.
1: And my favorite shirt, which I was wearing on July 1st, Happy Dominion Day. And uh, because those of us of a certain age remember what the holiday was originally called before Pierre Trudeau, vandalized it in 1982 on the last day parliament was sitting seven members short of a caucus but i digress and by the way uh it's a contrary, hell of a
0: grudge you're carrying
1: <laughs> <laughs> contrary to what our colleague uh, drea says um you know canada is not a dirty word i just want to bring up a point and it received some attention yesterday in the globe and mail and good for the globe for um uh, you know i guess have their moments <laughs> having their moment if you will uh at queen's park There is still a statue of Queen Elizabeth that is in the basement. They dare not put it on display. Uh, Sir John A. MacDonald is still entombed in a wooden box that looks like a coffin with a garbage bag over his head. Um, There you go. That's the miniature version. Uh, So to Premier Doug and his um, supposed conservative uh, MPPs, Uh, It it would seem that Canada and Canada's history is a dirty word. We dare not put those parts of our history on display. Again, I'm going to ask this probably till the day I die, Sheila. Doug, oh Doug, whatever happened to you?
0: Now, let's go to Jill Biden because uh, I just, I can't even believe this woman. You know, just when you think she's the only one with a few brain cells in that family to rub together, Biden has fried his with Matthews, and it's probably just boiling with syphilis. His brain. (laughs) But but Biden is in the throes of dementia. I've got nothing but pity for him. Um, But then there's Jill. She's the remaining Biden who you think might have a couple wits left in her. I probably disagree with her on everything, but you know, big burden this woman carries with her uh, dementia adult husband and her drug-addled son, but uh, let's throw to her unique comments on race.
3: But we can't get those things on our own.
0: Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogadas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio <laughs> is your strength. Wow, I love, I love that because the jokes it has spawned are the best. So Marco Rubio, I think had the best one Well, not the best one, but it's pretty good. It's kind of funny for a politician. I don't know if you can bring that up. His new profile pic on Twitter. I put it in the Slack chat. There's a couple of them there I just threw in. Uh, But imagine if a a Republican had said, you guys are just as unique as all the burritos in the world. (laughs) Look at the Marco Rubio's new profile pic. (laughs) And then there was another another guy who said i'm not your breakfast taco (laughs) that was really funny unbelievable and okay so i don't know maybe you could throw up the last one because it has a pop culture reference that i think david menzies might appreciate um i don't know if you watch family guy david Uh, from time to time when
1: they're on they're good
0: yeah uh so there's the housekeeper
1: Oh, that's I mean, brilliant. You know, uh, Dorito
0: Locos Taco, if I had to
1: guess. In fact, I <laughs> luckily, uh, speaking of Taco Bell, Jill Biden didn't um, make mention of the old Taco Bell ad slogan. Do you remember that one, Sheila? Make a run for the border? Oh, because right now, <laughs> if you look at that border under the Biden administration versus Trump, it is porous, to say the least. I
0: think... I think one of her sons is going to have to make a run for the Mexican border to avoid prosecution <laughs> for sex trafficking. Actually,
1: I know we we shouldn't <laughs> laugh about it. it. It's tragic, but uh,
0: it, it, it's terrible. And could it's you terrible. imagine? He's a monster.
1: If if Donald Trump had, you know, equated Latinos, Latinas to Mexican food, what the outrage would be in the mainstream media? You know, but. Hey, it's Jill. Could you
0: imagine if one of Trump's kids behaved this way?
1: Oh, you know, the, Trump's
0: kids, they're all working hard. The biggest criticism is that they were working in the administration. They uh, were working, at least.
1: What, what uh, Conrad Black said on Twitter the other day uh, was absolutely spot on, Sheila, which is Hunter Biden's story is a tabloid writer's dream come true. I mean, this is the yeah. jackpot. It's got every—it's it, it, it's practically got all the seven deadly sins there, and they're all looking the other way and turning the other cheek. It—it's it, astounding. If that was a Trump son, could you imagine, Sheila? It'd still be on the—it'd be on the front page every day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should get to some of these chats because we stayed late. Yep. Yeah. And. Uh, Probably sure I'm missing a meeting about something. Uh, rabid <laughs> Roach gives us a buck. Trudeau is happy that people are able to be gathering despite his best efforts. Yeah, no kidding. I'm happy we could all gather. Yeah. We told us we couldn't for two years. So the reason we couldn't was because of people like you. Uh, Yuda or Judah Bursi gives us a buck. Trudeau is a has been. Love you guys. The problem is he's not, he's a still bean. And that's why we keep talking about him is uh, he's just, he's still here. He won't go away. He's I'll go like,
1: a, yeah, I'll go a step further. Yeah. I never was. Yeah.
0: Uh, we've got uh, Shauna Marie G 83, 20 bucks. One Timothy four, three, the King James version uh, forbidden to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them, which believed and know the truth. Uh, shauna marie g83 five bucks in reference to my previous comment persecution of the churches arresting the pastors the attack on farming it's a sign of the times Mm. definitely is it 100 percent is thank you sorry for all my sniffing i'm a little bit congested today uh university gives us a buck and says trudeau surely could have been seated away from the sidewalk exactly he must have been looking for the cbc to show up (laughs) other than that that's true Uh, So he could have like a Romeo and Juliet moment with, (laughs) I don't know, Rosie Barton, wherein he was Juliet. Uh, But also, I think he was just, either he's an idiot and thought that people would love him, or he was sticking it in people's faces. Like, I'm here, you can yell at me, but I don't care, I'm never going to respond to you, because I'm up here, and you're just peasants down there.
1: Yeah. And I've got a solid boyfriend by the name of Jugmeet Singh who's never going to let me down. Well, at least until 2025 when Jugmeet qualifies for a full pension.
0: Uh, We've got another one from Adam Ottawa, a buck. Congratulations to David. You sure turned that brown upside down.
1: (laughs) By the way, more on Patrick Brown to come, folks. Uh, That saga is not over yet, so stay tuned. It'll never
0: be over. It'll never be over. He's never going to go away. He's just going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back because he doesn't know when to quit. And like Justin Trudeau, he feels he's entitled to be in charge of something.
1: And Sheila, I got to tell you something. The one municipal election I'm going to be concentrating on in Canada come the fall is the city of Brampton. With all the baggage this guy has and how it's been exposed and how he's been proven to be a lying liar who can't do anything but lie, how is it this man could still get a critical mass of people to vote for him? Um, Hopefully there's going to be a star candidate running against him uh, come October. But right now uh, I'm mystified and he has until August 19th to declare uh, if he's in uh, the race or not for mayor of Brampton, I think he's done as a federal conservative leader uh, candidate, and I think he'll cling on uh, to uh, the mayorship. But man oh man, people of Brampton, don't don't disappoint me. You know what to do. Well,
0: he's so <laughs> exhausting. Like just quit already.
1: And he had, you know, and Sheila, he has quit in a way. He has the last four. Council meetings in Brampton folks have been cancelled because his minion (laughs) councillors that support him don't show up. The five who don't like him, they do show up, but they're one short of a quorum. So a council meeting would effectively be illegal. And why is Patrick Brown avoiding uh, this? Well, on the agenda is stuff like uh, forensic accounting motions where they want to look at how Patrick Brown has run the city for the last four years, how, how he has hired people the last four years, uh, and it's scandalous. So he's basically, if uh, Brampton were a country, he's proroguing parliament for, for months now. I, I mean, they don't even have a functioning city council, Sheila, because of Patrick Brown's ego. It's unbelievable.
0: I think if Brampton were a country, it would be Kazakhstan, just <laughs> with the corruption and the, like oligarchs. And yeah, anyway, uh, Adam Ottawa gives us a buck. The media party is really trying to prolong the COVID scare from CTV yesterday. Ottawa Public Health recommends masks at large outdoor gatherings like Blues Fest. So they've got to smoke their dope at Blues Fest <laughs> through their mask. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. I mean,
0: Teresa Tab told people to like wear masks while fornicating. So, I mean, how is this? How would that be any crazier advice? I guess.
1: Ooh, there's a punchline just dangling over home plate, but I dare not take leave a it. swing at
0: <laughs> <She> leave <laughs> it. Let it come in as a strike. <laughs> Shauna Marie G83 gives us a buck and says persecution of churches, not prosecution. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl Don V gives us a buck. Hey, it's Taco Tuesday. I, you know what? Thank oh. you for the dinner idea, by the way. But yes, it is Taco Tuesday. Jill Biden is going to see the real diversity of the Hispanic community. Today <laughs> on.
1: Is that still a thing, Taco Tuesday, and uh, getting in for half price at the movies on Tuesday? Uh, why is it always Tuesday? By the way,
0: because it's the slowest day of the week, David.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't in know. Retail? <laughs> anyway
0: i don't know if people still do taco tuesday but i needed a dinner idea so that's very helpful uh trini canadian gives us a bucket says what happened to juan have not seen any reports from him lately he's working on one today he's yeah. got a great one i think he's doing streeters yeah. on the biden family in florida so that'll be great it'll be great
1: you know wait. one should put up a quote and the question would be this sheila is this a quotation taken from the Biden family or the Adams family?
0: <laughs> I would say, what do you think about this thing that Donald Trump Jr. said? And people would like lose their minds. And now what if I told you that this was Hunter Biden? Oh, But good one. that wouldn't play as well in Florida as probably New York. You know what? I'm going to suggest that Correct. to Jeremy. Correct. Curly's Girl gives us 20 bucks. Thank you for all you do. Rebel News, well, thank you very much. That's awful generous of you. Uh, Thank you. DRB1313 gives us 25 bucks. Also, very generous. Thank Thank you very much. To paraphrase a famous U.S. president, if you don't vote for me, you ain't a breakfast taco. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Very funny, you guys. Uh, I think that's it. We're all wrapped up. I uh, have to do some serious sniffing. So I would like to get off air so that I don't uh, (laughs) bother people with my congestion right now.
1: Well, is it is it hay fever or something like that, Sheila? Or is it a cold or is it that C (sighs) word I dare not mention? Who knows?
0: Who cares? Oh, <laughs> like, it's all the same at
1: the end. <laughs> and that's why she's a she-devil with a sword, folks. She just keeps on fighting. Well, Sheila, it was a great show. Thank you so much. And thank you to our team behind the board, Efren and uh, Olivia, I think remotely. And uh, thank you to all of you, especially those who contributed. Some nice big donations there. Really appreciate it. It's how we keep the equipment running here. Uh, there'll be two other Rebel News uh, reporters here. Here tomorrow at 12 noon eastern and until sheila and i see you again on thursday at 12 noon as always stay sane
3: well the remains of 215 children have been found in a mass grave in canada many of you know that just over a year ago the discovery of the remains of 215 children was found at the kamloops indian residential school at the kamloopsha first nation But what if I were to show you that what I just said wasn't true, and that in fact a year later, not a single body has been found?
1: This mass grave is a painful reminder of the genocide. Canada's leaders aren't condemning the burning of churches. No, they're endorsing the burning of churches.
6: A juvenile rib bone that surfaced in the same area.
1: (laughs)
3: I'm not going to